have any advice or reflections on people actually forming their vision? Because I think more often than not, maybe this also links to another James Clear quote, God, I seem like such a fangirl. <laughs> he, he says, um, essentially, we think that we lack in motivation, but actually what we're lacking in is clarity. And more often than not, we think, oh, I just don't have what it takes to get back on track or to make this thing work. But actually we're lacking in the clarity of what it is we're actually working towards. And I think why there is so much reluctance for people to niche down, going back to what you spoke about earlier, is they don't really know who they want to talk to and they don't really know what exact thing that they want to do. And actually taking that step to find that clearer vision is really hard. Do you have any advice or reflections on that? Uh, yeah, this is something I've struggled with my entire life. And I actually, I was, I had a conversation with my therapist about this because I was like, why is everybody else around me have such clear 10-year visions, five-year visions? And every time I come up with one, like a month later, I've changed my mind and I don't want that anymore. And, you know, she said, she's like, you know what, maybe you're just not meant to have that long-term vision yet. Maybe it's going to come to you later. So for me, it's really like, I, I envision certain things like I know what I want in five years, certain aspects of it, but I don't know exactly everything. But I do have shorter term visions. So I know like what I want to achieve this year. I know what we're achieving as a business in this first quarter. And I think especially now with a team, it really is so important because if I don't know where I'm going, then how are they supposed to know where they're going? So that kind of forced me to that forced me to get my ducks in a row a little bit. Um, but yeah, I don't actually think if you, if you don't have to have that huge, big five-year vision to formulate a strategy, if you know what you want to achieve in the shorter term, great. That can be a shorter term strategy with tactics to back it up. Yeah. And it makes me think of, I was listening to a short podcast with a coach called Marie Folio, US based yes. coach. And one thing that she said that so resonated with me because hands up, I totally struggle with this too. She says, clarity comes from engagement, not thought. So clarity comes from engagement, not thought. You've got to find a way to get involved in what you're interested in, in some capacity and give yourself permission to experiment, which is what so much of us don't do. We feel like we've got to think it all over in our heads or write it all down on a Google doc or on a paper diary or something, and that we're going to have all the answers before we start. And that's often not the case. And she says, you know, whether you're thinking about quitting your job right now, you don't like it and you've always had this passion for baking, but you're not sure. She says, go and volunteer at a bakery one day a week before you make that decision. Taking that action and engaging in the direction that you want to go in will give you much more than it will you sitting there thinking it over in your head that you're going to get all the answers. And I think a key oh, piece, yeah. And I think a key piece to that is because it's easier to visualize the reality of what life could be like by actually experiencing it to make sure that our, you know, our mind could be like, oh, I'm thinking about this new business and this is what my life's going to look like. But instead, you're just thinking about the freedom to go to hairdressers whenever you want and that yeah. you can, well, <laughs> you know, and actually not thinking about the other uh, downsides to that. So actually seeing it in, in real life as such makes it much more tangible. And also we have the feeling in our body, you know, like I, if I think to before starting this podcast, okay, I've always been a talker. My family probably always said like, oh, shut up, Shannon, you know, or, or done, get off one of your lectures. You know, 
people had that idea of me, but then I had, before starting this, a bank of memories to reflect on that would give me an indication of whether I would like this. And that was, for instance, being on stage. I used to do acting and and singing. I used to teach debating in, in high schools, after school debating classes. And I really realized that I like talking with people and helping them get better at unlocking their full potential and so on. And it was a clue because my body lit up like a Christmas tree. It was like, I love this. Like I feel full of joy and I'm alive. And we want that, but sometimes we don't know how, we sometimes don't give ourselves permission to feel that, I think, and explore it because the fear clouds us or the shame or whatever, it gets in the way of actually going, wow, this could actually be the thing for me. And I have what it takes. And I trust that I don't have all the answers right now, but they will come. It will come. I can seek it out. Yeah. And another thing to add to that is it's also a really good feedback loop. So like a lot of the time when we're sitting there waiting to be ready to take action, we're waiting for all of the answers. We don't realize that we can't actually get some of those answers until we start taking action. Like I'll use the business example again, because I think it's just such an obvious example. We might be sitting there thinking like, oh, I have an idea for a business, but I don't know if it's any good. So I'm going to write a business plan. I'm going to think about it a bit more. I'm going to maybe do some research. None of those things are a substitute for putting the idea out there, talking to a potential client saying, hey, is this something you'd be interested in? And getting that yes or that no, which I mean, rejection hurts, but it's a great lesson because now we know what they don't want. We know what doesn't work. So we've got that feedback loop. Now we can go back to the drawing board. We can come up with another idea. We can go out there, try it again. And it becomes this process rather than like, oh, I have to be, I have to wait for everything to be perfect and then I can take action. No. Another thing that I came across, I think it was yesterday actually from Sean Puri. He's really great if you follow him. And he talks about the ABZ process for success or for getting out of overwhelm and z is the goal it's what you want to achieve a is where you are right now b is your next step that's all you need to know is where you are right now what your next step is and what that end goal is and taking action on that next step that gives you that feedback loop that then prepares you for the next step and then the next step and then eventually you get there but if you're waiting to know what all of the other 24 letters between A and Z are, yeah. you're going to be waiting a very long time because you're not going to know what they are until you get there. 